0: What's going on guys? Welcome to the TBJ Show. This is a podcast where we're going to talk about AI, data, and the future. First off, my name is John Sarkis. My name is Titan. My name is Brian. Uh, We're going to start off with introducing ourselves. I'm John Sarkis, a senior from SUNY Oswego with a major in information science and a minor in international business. So far I'm pretty happy with my education here at Oswego and I hope I get a job in business consulting relating to data and analytics. I'm very interested in the future of artificial intelligence and how technology will affect our everyday lives. As I said, my name is Titan. I'm a
1: senior at SUNY Oswego majoring in communication and social interaction with a minor in international studies. Um, I'm interested in expanding my knowledge pertaining to big data and how it impacts me personally being an immigrant coming from a country that's
2: not technologically advanced to the modern standard of technology. My name is Brian. I'm a senior at SUNY Oswego, majoring in information science with a minor in digital humanities. I'm passionate about technology and learning new information to implement it daily. And I hope to get a job on the data scientist field.
0: In the last episode, we talked about AI and big data, and this episode, we're going to focus on the future of AI, You know, more along the lines of robots taking over the world, <laughs> not really, but how uh, AI is going to be integrated into our everyday lives, and um, what effect it's going to have on society really in the future, because I think we're in like the primitive forms of AI. I think in the future, we're going to have really smart AI, and I don't think we're going to have that many boundaries compared to what we have now.
1: And that's, and that's what scares me is the fact that we're not going to have too many boundaries to, to like kind of lean on, you know what I'm saying? Because um, AI is, is the future, you know, like AI is, is the future. It's like you, everything that we're going to do in our lives is going to involve some type, some type of artificial intelligence in some respect. Um,
0: yeah, I think like we're going to like look back at this time, just like we look back at the industrial
2: revolution and it's going to be like the AI revolution. Something like that, right? I believe AI is gonna use more information that is in the internet, uh, making it more faster. And basically, we're gonna use it every day, and it's gonna help the humanity, but also can damage it.
1: Yeah, one part, one thing I uh, I'm scared of the future of AI is is just the, like is everyone is gonna like is everyone gonna be able to to have access or equal access to the artificial technology, um, in the world. And that's and that's and that's the thing that scares me. Is that like, every time we have like a revolutionary thing that's gonna affect the world, it usually comes from the Western world, and then it disperses all over the world. And I feel like that trend is gonna continue going. But I feel like if it's a way that AI could like limit that, you know what I'm saying? Like just make it so I feel like okay, AIs are more smarter than humans, we know that, and they are more proficient than human beings. So I feel like, you know, the future of AIs, if if we have human beings that are thinking, we're thinking the right way, we're thinking equally, I think it could be a beneficial thing for the future. But I also think it could be a dangerous thing for the future, because you have individuals like Elon Musk and, and all these people that are thinking about using artificial intelligence to explore the the skies you know what i'm saying and to explore another another earth for for the human being which i think that's just for me that's dumb you know
0: yeah one thing that i think about is like how advanced are we going to get while other places in the world just are still primitive like Mm -hmm. there there are so many places that don't even have telephones right now Mm -hmm. and to us telephones were invented in, in everyday it was part of our everyday lives in like you know the 1930s and 40s like what's going to happen in 50 years whenever we're flying in, you know, flying cars, not really, but, you know, you know, it's going to be so it's advanced. Really, you
1: never know. We might be yeah. flying cars.
0: But you never know. And, like, we're going to have so much stuff and these people still in other places in the world aren't even going to be, you know, close to what we yeah. can do. And I feel like
1: that's 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 the part that we should be worried about as human beings, as a collective.
2: I believe, like, one of the questions that AI uh, come up to my mind is, like, how can we make, like, society that... Can have access to this type of technology and also can benefit other ones that don't possess the resources to buy it. Yeah, and it's gonna create a discrepancy between two different worlds: the more the more advanced ones and the ones that is just lacking on in information.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I feel like the one that's with AI is gonna be the one that's gonna run everything at the end of the day, because that's what we need for this for this time of our lifetime. I feel like, if that makes sense.
0: I mean, yeah. In the West though, like, you know, where technology is gonna be advancing, like how do you think it's gonna affect like you? You know, what kind of things do you think?
1: Right, Um. in that sense, I think it will affect me, Um. it won't be a, to, to the same scale as you, uh, people that were born in America, but I think it would it would change my perspective on on certain views. But I also think uh, for people like me, individuals are uh, immigrants coming from a different place, that didn't have the technological advantage that as the Western world does, it will help us to go back to where we come from, and maybe help those people that stay there to kind of like catch up to the world.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, even though they don't
1: want to, but it's like uh, you almost don't have a you, you almost don't have an option. It's yeah. it's either you go with the system or you stay out of the system.
0: Yeah. And to survive, you need to get with the system. It's kind of like phones, yeah. like you know. People could say they don't need a phone, but you really need a phone need it. and like in the future who knows what's gonna happen with AI Like, They come out with a new device and It's not a phone and phones get phased out or something like that um, You're gonna have no choice. I feel like with something I feel like in the
1: future like with with technology of AI I feel like the way we our phone probably gonna change We probably gonna have a phone in like
0: <laughs> In a microchip? Right, yeah, right in our body
1: <laughs> and stuff, you know, because it's easy and just straight through yeah. and that's the part that I'm scared of you know the ethics of human beings are we gonna be human beings you know mm-hmm.
0: are we just disappearing we come in a, a different version of human beings what if like I mean I don't know what if like we like someone has like a you know they're missing their arm but now they have a robotic arm right? like AI that's integrated into a human uh-huh. would that person still be a human or would that be you know cause they could do
1: more if they punch you with that hand it's going to do more damage than someone who has a natural human being. And so
0: yeah.
1: how do we, you know what I'm saying? How do we categorize that? How do we define that? You know, because, yeah. bro, like you said, you you know, some human beings are just, they're just that crazy. They want to do all this crazy thing that comes in their head. Not everything that comes in your head you should do, but some people are like that. And
2: technology gives you that kind of like, it gives you the opportunity to do it. I think AI gives you like innovation so you can think in, like to solve problems with a better solution, faster Mm -hmm. and more reliable than the human beings, Mm -hmm. but also can create problems in society, like deciding like what should we call the human that has a robotic um, arm Mm -hmm. or something like that. Mm -hmm. So it's gonna be something, a big topic topic for the future Mm -hmm. and that we have to decide now because the result of AI.
0: And it's also scary how like, Robotics and AI become that involved with our lives that they're attached to us. What about the security? Like what if someone hacks into your arm? Yeah, like they could hack into your literal arm. That would be uh, absurd. That'd be crazy
1: What if you have a security guard? That's a that's a a AI and somebody is able to hack into that AI Yeah,
2: and just use it against you. (laughs) Yeah, you had that's
1: for you, but now it's about to kill you like yeah. How, is the, how how do we deal with those kind of things? And the other thing that I want you guys to, like, kind of, like, you know, fill in is, like, if 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 the future is the AI, and I feel like that's the future, I'm scared of the aspect of, like, not knowing if, if anything goes wrong with the AIs, how are we going to, what what else can we do? Because mm-hmm. the primitive way of living is kind of, like, slowly going away. Like, the skills that people used to have to have to survive, they don't have them no more because everything is related to toward technology and stuff like that. So what if something drastic happens where
0: maybe that's how internet, satellite connections
1: or something like that? Yeah.
0: What do we do then? Well, I think that's like more towards like big cities, you know, big cities, especially like us, like we're in New York. We're like so used to technology being all around us, but like in a place like I don't know, like Idaho, mm-hmm. I, don't, I think they're like some years behind there. You know, you're not going to go see. In the sense of economics, New York City is a big economic
1: mm. place for all over the, for the world. That's where like the the stock market and stuff like that is at. So if New York City is hit, the world is affected for real.
0: Yeah. And what you said before about security and stuff, they're already using, like there is a huge news story how uh, the United States was flying a drone over Iran. I ran hacked into it and literally the, the drone just landed on their runway and they just took it over. You see, know? there are
1: benefits f- for for the artificial intelligence, but there are also <laughs> things that are very dangerous about it. You know? And I feel like we have to be, I think we have to be more educated. If you want to really utilize AI as an integrate into our lives, we have to be more educated than ever. Educated in what? Like morality? In terms of like- just morality, everything just in general, you know, knowing that, you know, and the people that are creating the AIs, for me, I'm I'm concerned with the people that are really gonna be creating the AIs because depending on them, whatever they think and you know, whatever their biases is, is, it's gonna be you know it's gonna be portrayed through that AI. So I feel like the people that we choose to to, to create these things,
2: um, they should be vetted, like heavily vetted. Hmm. Now I think AI, instead of like having a fear of having like a nuclear war between countries, is gonna be like a hackathon between countries because everything is ruined by the internet so everything is interconnected mm-hmm. and it's basically more easier for other nations to um, look information about the country yeah so it's basically gonna be more more danger for every person outside of the comfort of the homes and in, in the future I mean did you
0: see how Elon Musk I don't know if you guys read this Elon Musk said that through like AI. And technology, we're going to actually be able to like read thoughts, <laughs> like like you're going to actually see like images that people are thinking like in their heads. Why though?
1: You see, you see the thing. It's like AI is like um, it's like a candy that's in your mouth, and it's so sweet that you just keep <laughs> wanting it. You want it more and more and more. And the thing, there's no limitation with that. Like,
0: why do you want to see somebody's thoughts? But the thing is, I feel like it's still it's pushing boundaries that we didn't think were possible. Right. You know? It is. It
1: does. You know. It makes everything else like right now. We have the 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 problems of nationalities. We have open borders and stuff like that, which is good for like economics and stuff like that. But also with that, it just forces the 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 entire earth, the entire world, to kind of like go with the system of artificial intelligence. If you don't, you're not part of the world anymore. Yeah. You know, you're like a third. They call it third world. Yeah, it really is a third world.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, and that's dangerous.
0: Yeah, I wonder in the future if like. Even AI is gonna get so smart that we start thinking of them as like beings. Remember last time we were talking about it. Like
1: even the image of them, they might even look like us. Yeah. And that's the the, the question I have. I feel like human beings, which is just so I don't know how we think, but like, why do you want to make something that's not a human being look like a human being?
2: Mm-hmm. I think it's because you want to create familiarity. Right. It's just crazy. How can you give feelings to a machine that doesn't know how to act? Because you have to give the data to the machine to understand it. Yeah. But I don't get it. Like how, like how us, want to create something that look like us, and feel like us.
1: You trying to replace us? It's like you know. Are you trying to look for the new hum- humans or something? You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, we could create AIs, but don't make them in our image. We should we should have a distinct difference between what's artificial intelligence and what what human intelligence is like, I feel like that there should be a distinct, um, um, difference.
2: Now I have a question: Do you think AI is gonna generate more jobs in the industry of technology or cybersecurity?
0: Nope.
2: <laughs> Personally, I I, I
0: think uh, I think the higher end computer jobs are going to thrive. Like, you know, but that's, but the the people who are just making ends meet, you know, driving taxis and, um, you know, suffer. trucks and shipping, like the whole logistics industry, which is like huge in America, mm-hmm. it's going to go downhill for the average worker, Yeah. but the people that are working in the offices, coding and stuff, they're going to have jobs. Yeah. Okay.
1: This, the, the, what AI is going to do to the job market is just shift the attention of that job to yeah. a particular set of group of people with cer- uh, with certain skills that's tailored to technology, which, you know, that's bad. Not everybody is technologically, technologically advanced or are you interested in technology? I wasn't interested in studying what technology was, but you guys work, you know? So it's like, we yeah, you know, but then again, I feel like in the future, the world is pushing more towards that. I feel like the, the most valuable skill to
0: have in the future will be some, tech, some sort of technological mm-hmm. skill. I think in, in the future, I don't know why it's not already integrated into, like, the school system, but... I think everyone's gonna be able to code. I think like it's gonna be like a new subject, like math or algebra. Yeah. And you know, I never wanted to learn math. No. You know, I went to school. I said I hate math, but now it's gonna be another subject to be like ah, oh, it's math, yeah, it's coding. Paper. And I think you know, I think competition in that industry is gonna be huge mm-hmm. because you know I already he- I've already heard of kids that take coding in elementary school. Like I wish I did. Yeah. But
2: those I are the people that are never going to had the opportunity to take codes in high school or middle school. Yeah, yeah. me there. And just one time that I went to visit my old high school, I spoke to with the principal and they told me they opened an A P class mm-hmm. for coding. I was like, why you didn't open it when I was here in <laughs> right. like in school. <laughs> you
1: had the way for me to leave Yeah.
2: So um it's something like I think it is more essential for the younger generation to learn how to code because coding helps you to think critically mm-hmm. and solve problems from another's perspective
0: yeah i also think um
2: younger kids are so much more integrated with
0: technology than we are like even us we know like boundaries with technology like we got our phones in eighth grade or something like that these kids are their phone in their hand as soon as they could talk yeah so i think they're gonna like they're not gonna care about boundaries like they're just gonna think it's like a thing that they've always had and always will have and it's probably will it's probably what is gonna happen that's an interesting point you just brought up because like,
1: yeah, I, I I never looked at it that way. But yeah, like right now, even when kids are crying, the first thing the mama think about is yeah, so I'll give it my this, phone. Yeah. go to YouTube and watch something and yeah. leave me alone. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like kids nowadays, this is the new norm. Like, you know, we had our norms, but this is the new norm. Like technology is the norm and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I feel like we do need the old older generation to keep um instilling knowledge about how to, to to deal with technology and don't, don't let it take over to the point where you don't even recognize the human side of you yourself.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. You know? I, I mean, like, at least us, we know when to put, like, our phones down. You yeah. know, if we're sitting at a dinner table, we'll be like, okay. No. But, you know, I, I think in the future,
2: like, it's going to be a lot harder for kids to do that. Yeah, one of the examples is, like, um, mine. I, I'm coming, like, from a country that is not, like, developed with technology mm-hmm. I used to play always in the streets like soccer so I always enjoy my, my my childhood because mm-hmm. I was playing with my friends now mm-hmm. I see when I go back every kid has a cell phone it's um, always sitting down watching videos but it's not like interacting with another human being so we we we, we basically um like losing um the feeling of interaction with others people. Yeah. so yeah it's gonna be a uh, a tougher decision to do. Kids are more
1: comfortable speaking uh, with people through their phone than in person. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, it it just, it it just, it arrives me the wrong way. I don't want my kids to to grow up like Mm -hmm. that. I don't want my kids to have, to depend on technology for their happiness, for, for their sad moments and all that, because, you know, that's why a lot of kids nowadays are dealing with depression and all these things because, you online, you post a picture, somebody likes it or they don't like it. Based on that like or, or dislike, it's going to affect how you feel. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a big part of our lives, and it's going to continue to be, be part of our lives.
0: I think, uh, like, on the topic of sports, like, I think sports are going to change, too. Like, they're already talking about in the MLB yeah. making uh, yes, name, robot yeah. umpires. So <laughs> umpires are, you know, not going to stand behind no plate because there is human error there. Yeah, it is. I think, like, in the future, anywhere where human error exists, we're going to try to replace it. With AI, like mm. um, in one of my medical classes, we we're talking about how AI could help stop like malpractice and like human error. You know, for something like that, it's it's like morally, you know, you don't want a robot doctor. Right. But like when you look at the information and it says, you know, AI reduces the risk of someone dying, mm. then you're like, okay, you kind of have to, right. you know, save that person's life with AI. Mm. But think about
1: it this way: that AI. It's going to be built by someone some company is going to build it for yeah. financial benefits and the effect of that AI it won't affect all everybody it will affect the people that could that could afford mm-hmm. that type of um
2: Technology. health
1: you know yeah. what I'm saying that type mm-hmm. of whatever you know because I feel like even even with right now the 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 the, the, the hospital the, the whole health system is it makes a lot of money and and it, it depends on people that can afford it if you can afford it you won't be able to use it yeah. You know so even if we create AIs that are doctors,
0: are we creating them to treat everybody, everyone um, at the same like price or I mean, maybe like you know you never know what if there's AI in ambulances you know then anyone who gets picked up in an ambulance is gonna have AI mm. you know we're not we might not even need to pay doctors as much that's the thing like I think like part of me wants to say like data engineers are like the doctors of the future because mm. all they're gonna have to do is look at a set of data. And they'll understand, you know, what, what is wrong with this person, what they need. Right. And, yeah, just, just look at health records. But
1: the, the Western world is run by capitalism. Yeah. And I don't think capitalism will allow that to happen where you're able to just live off of the IIs are created. They're there, and they just treat you. I feel like people going to want to profit. And when you want to profit, that's when things become dangerous. Mm.
0: Who knows, though? What if capitalism fails in the future? It hasn't.
1: But it could it could fail, mm-hmm. you know. you uh, it could fail. You're right.
0: Yeah, I think I think the future is an interesting subject for AI and technology because I think we're gonna change it's gonna change life, like how we know it, honestly. It's already changing life. You know mm-hmm. we know, you know, you have a lot of systems that are being put in
1: place right now in governments, governments are trying to make policies through AIs and stuff like that, which I think it's a horrible idea you could have. Because I just think, you know, there are certain things you need to deal with. On a human level, don't even involve in artificial intelligence. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And in certain things, you do need that. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So I feel like we, we need to find that um, that balance between using human beings' intelligence and artificial intelligence. Because at the end of the day, it's human being intelligence that AI, these AI we're gonna build, these AI's that we think gonna run the world, they're gonna they are gonna be created by human beings with data that human beings made or created in some respect.
0: Yeah. You know. I mean. Yeah. Um to make like a closing statement, I just think, you know, uh AI is gonna be interesting. It's gonna I we can't really predict how it's gonna go. Yeah. I believe
2: AI is gonna um maybe 10 next everything that we do as a human being and is something that we have to take a look at it from another perspective and I don't know when what the future will uh will hold upon us.
1: Yeah, I believe um, AIs or the future of AIs um, will affect the Western world first and then it would transform the rest of the world, you know, because everything major that ever happened in the world starts from the Western world and goes
2: um, to the rest of the world. Thank you for listening for the TBA show podcast. That was the last episode about technology and AI. My name is Titan. My name is Brian.
0: And I'm John. And thanks for listening. Ciao. Adios.